0: 28K News.
1: It's 11 o'clock on Ben Che, the top stories. China's Zhurong rover makes a successful landing on Mars. Hong Kong records its first untraceable local COVID-19 case in a week. And the hospital authority says less than a third of its full-time workers have had a COVID jab. State media says China's Zhurong rover has landed on Mars. The touchdown makes China the second spacefaring nation after the United States to successfully land on the red planet. Robert Kemp has more. The Tianwen-1 spacecraft landed on Mars' southern Utopia plane. A rover named Zhu Rong will now survey the landing site before departing from its platform to conduct inspections. Tianwen-1, or Questions to Heaven, after a Chinese poem written two millennia ago, is China's first independent mission to Mars. A probe co-launched with Russia in 2011 failed to leave the Earth's orbit. The 5 spacecraft blasted off from Hainan Island last July, launched by the powerful Long March 5 rocket. After more than six months in transit, it reached the red planet in February, which had since been in orbit. President Xi Jinping issued a message of congratulations to all those involved in the mission. Two research teams from the Hong Kong Polytechnic University helped with landing site mapping and evaluation and the development of the Mars Landing Surveillance Camera. Hong Kong's one-week streak of zero untraceable COVID infections has ended after authorities reported that a four-year-old boy had come down with COVID-19. The boy, who goes to a kindergarten in Ho Man Tin, developed a fever on Wednesday. Some 20 classmates and teachers have been sent into quarantine. Here's Dr. Chuan Chiu from the Centre for Health Protection. The possible route of transmission, because uh, it's limited to his activities. So he mainly stayed with his relatives in two places. So all of them will be put under quarantine and testing. He attended a kindergarten in Hormantin. Those who are in the same class of this child and also teachers who had taught him uh, will be put under quarantine and testing. So hopefully we can find um, the possible source of infection for this case. The center also reported two imported cases, both of whom are domestic helpers who flew in from Indonesia. Taiwan has raised its COVID-19 alert level for Taipei and nearby New Taipei City. The move came as the island announced one hundred and eighteen new domestic infections. Wendy Wong has more. The new rules that will last for two weeks will not mean offices, schools or restaurants having to close. But cinemas and other entertainment sports will be shut down and family gatherings limit to five indoors and ten outdoors. Taipei's government has already ordered bars, nightclubs and similar venues to shut. Since the pandemic began, Taiwan has reported fewer than 1,500 cases among a population of about 24 million, most of them imported from abroad. But a recent rise in community transmissions has spoke to residents. The chairman of the hospital authorities says less than a third of its full-time workers have received a COVID-19 jab. Speaking on a radio program, Henry Fan said this was in spite of the authority offering half days off and shuttle buses to vaccination centers. Speaking on the same program, the authority's chief manager, Tony Koh, said the relatively stable pandemic situation here might be the reason. But he warned that vaccines have a limited shelf-life. Of course, we know that some of the vaccines, in particular in Hong Kong Beyond that, they have got a limit of time where the vaccines uh, is uh, more effective. So I think it's very important that both the public and of course our colleagues as well to receive the vaccination as soon as possible. The authority last month announced that frontline medical workers who had not been vaccinated should have rapid COVID tests on a regular basis. Taiwan's Mainland Affairs Council says the Hong Kong government's decision to freeze the assets of pro-democracy media tycoon Jimmy Lai shows how risky it is becoming to do business in the SAR. Hong Kong authorities announced yesterday evening they were freezing the jailed national security suspects' assets, using new powers granted to them under the Beijing-imposed national security law for the first time. Richard Pine has the details. Taiwan's Mainland Affairs Council says the move highlights the threat the national security law poses to the property of Hong Kongers. In a statement sent to the Reuters news agency, it said the asset freeze was equivalent to announcing to the international community that Hong Kong's business risks are increasing. It called on relevant parties to stop suppressing Hong Kong Democrats, otherwise they will drift away from popular sentiment. Hong Kong Security Bureau says Lai's stake in Next Digital, as well as assets in bank accounts for three companies he owns, were targeted in the asset freeze. Lai is currently serving 14 months in jail for taking part in unauthorized assemblies in August 2019. He's also facing three security-related charges. RTHK, the time is now five minutes past 11. Hong Kong Customs say they have made their largest seizure of smuggled goods so far this year, netting electronics, high-end food, high-end food and cosmetics worth an estimated 50 million Hong Kong dollars. The department said its officers spotted several men moving goods between a fishing vessel and a speedboat in the waters around Chek Lap Kok, but when they took action, the men jumped into the speedboat and fled. Customs say their investigation is ongoing. Turning overseas now. Hamas militants have fired dozens of rockets at Israeli cities, killing one man in a town east of Tel Aviv in retaliation for an Israeli overnight airstrike on a Gaza refugee camp. Palestinian officials say that attack killed at least 14 people, including 10 from one extended family. A baby is said to be the only survivor in that house. Israel's military said they hit an apartment used by Hamas. A building in Gaza City, housing international media, but not the BBC, has been targeted by Israeli warplanes. The BBC's Rashdi Abwanuf is in Gaza. The military spokesman for Hamas just put this statement saying that we have enough rocket to keep firing for six months. I was speaking to Hamas official yesterday and he was having a little bit of hope that things might calm down yesterday. But what I have been seeing last night and this morning is the opposite of what hope can be described. The mood is is really grim in Gaza and the people are uh, suffering for the uh, fifth or sixth day. Diplomatic efforts to end the fighting are being stepped up following the arrival in Israel of the U.S. envoy Hadi Arm. Egyptian officials have been leading negotiations with Hamas, while the United Nations and the UAE are also involved in talks. China has banned attempts to climb Mount Everest from its Tibetan side because of concerns climbers might become infected with the coronavirus. COVID infections have spiraled in Nepal, where which shares the mountaintop. The BBC's Michael Bristol reports. Earlier this week, China decided to introduce a quarantine line at the very peak of Mount Everest to prevent its climbers mingling with those coming from the Nepalese side and becoming infected. It came after a number of climbers arriving through Nepal contracted Covid. Many thought the plan was unworkable, considering the very top of Everest is not much larger than a tabletop Now China has abandoned that plan altogether. Surging coronavirus cases in Nepal have convinced Beijing to cancel all attempts up the world's highest mountain through Tibet. Fighting is continuing in Myanmar between the army and anti-coup protesters in and around the town of Mindat. There are reports the military is attacking the town with artillery and helicopter gunships. This report from the BBC's Jonathan Head. Army units continued their bombardment of Mindat, a small mountaintop town in Chin State where the inhabitants have taken up arms against the military government and reportedly killed dozens of security personnel over the past three weeks. Other towns in this remote western region have also formed armed volunteer forces to fight back against the military. Elsewhere, military-appointed administrators have been assassinated by unknown assailants. To sports now, and in just over an hour's time, Chelsea and Leicester will take to the hallowed turf of Wembley in the FA Cup final. The BBC's John Bennett has this preview. Chelsea and Leicester City have been battling it out for a place in the top four all season, and now they meet in the FA Cup final. Both managers, Thomas Tuchel and Brendan Rodgers, are aiming to secure their first trophy in English football and Leicester are trying to make club history. Despite the fact that this will be their fifth FA Cup final, they've never won the oldest knockout competition in club football. The last time they made it to the final was way back in 1969. This season, there's been very little to separate Leicester and Chelsea. They're third and fourth in the Premier League, but back in January, Leicester did beat the Londoners 2-0 in what would prove to be Frank Lampard's last Premier League game before being sacked as Chelsea manager. In their Premier League, it's the penultimate weekend of the season. And with relegation already decided and the title already won by Manchester City, the only real excitement left is the race for Champions League qualification. Here's the BBC's John Bennett again. West Ham and Liverpool can put pressure on Chelsea and Leicester City as they try to squeeze into the top four. Liverpool are away to already relegated West Bromwich Albion. And West Ham have a tougher test as they travel to inconsistent Brighton. And in tonight's early kickoff, Leeds thumped Burnley 4-0 at Turf Moor to tighten their grip on 10th place in the Premier League. And that's the news from RTHK.
0: RTHK radio is sweet in the valley of the Beam. In the valley of the beast and with her song And your heart It can never bring it down It can never bring it down rainy days of a thousand rainy days but when I heard her voice Oh it led me to the end yes it led me to the end cause when she said Great advice from Death Club for Cutie. To stay young, go dancing. And of course, keep chilling.